Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Thank you for taking the time to watch or listen to Behind the Springs today. I'm Jen Schrader, and I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, I don't know about you, but I did not grow up in Colorado Springs, I hate to admit. I am a Colorado native, but I didn't move to Colorado Springs until 2000. So I've been here about 20 years. I love the city. I love the area so much, and I have learned a lot about it. Um, since I started working for the city a few years ago. So whether you're a native or a transplant or just here for a little bit, this is an exciting year to be here. 2021 is the city's sesquicentennial. Say that five times fast. (laughs) You actually don't have to say that. If it's better to just say the city's 150th anniversary, a lot of people think that's easier. But that's what it is this year. So today I get to talk with Leah Davis-Witherow, the curator of history at the Colorado Springs Museum. Leah, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you as our guest. And I do want to dive in soon to what we're doing for the sesquicentennial and to commemorate it. But um, let's first talk about your job, which I think is my personal opinion is super cool. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, to start by telling us about what you do for the city. What is the curator of history and kind of what is your role involved? Absolutely. As curator of history, I get to collect, research, and share the fabulous history of our community. And I do that through conducting oral histories, researching and writing exhibits, doing public programs, and working with individuals and organizations in our community to help make sure their their history is preserved. And so you get to hear all the cool stories and yes. um, that's probably your favorite part, I would assume, or what is your favorite part? My favorite aspect of history is that it's about people. And the stories of that come from our community are amazing. They're empowering, they're inspiring, and the stories of people in our community are, are really... Um, they are really foundational to knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. That's how you figure it out. That's how we figure out our community story. So people listening may or may not have heard um, that it's our city's 150th anniversary or sesquicentennial. Um, we have a lot of activities and events planned. All, we're basically celebrating all year long, even though the stake was driven for our city's founding on July 31st, correct? Yes. 1871. So we're going to have, a, we hope, a big celebration um, downtown, depending on what's happening with COVID and what's safe, but we're going to have some type of summer celebration. But leading up to that, there's so much going on. So um, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, before we talk about all those activities, why are we even doing this? Why are we marking this occasion? Why is that important? Absolutely. Well, first of all, sesquicentennial gets easier to say the more you say it. So happy sesquicentennial. (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) And anniversaries like this one, like Colorado Springs 150th, give us an opportunity to reflect to pause, to consider the past, the present, and the future. We often say at the museum, history is really not about the past. It is about today. What do we, how do we understand where we're living today and how can history help us do that? So 2021 is a great year to consider all of the challenges our community has faced in the past and look to our history for inspiration and then Take a moment to consider what do we want to build for the next 150 years? Right. It really helps you plan for the future. It does. Um, and so what's happening at the museum specifically? There's, there's really community-wide events, but at the museum, 
you're really kicking it off this month in January. Absolutely. So first of all, at the end of the month, January 30th at 10 a.m., we open an exhibit of a scale we've never done before. It's called COS at 150. It's 150 objects illuminating 150 stories exploring 150 years of Colorado Springs history. So the gallery, it's funny, um, our director, Matt Mayberry, and I were joking that the gallery is so packed with artifacts and stories, it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. You will be immersed uh, amidst paintings and artifacts and objects and photographs that tell our community's story. And you can visit time and time and time again and look for touchstones, uh, look for interesting objects. We hope to inspire. We hope to pique people's curiosity. We hope to encourage them to continue to learn about their community and maybe even become involved in Colorado Springs in a way they haven't before. So that kicks off January 30th. We also are really thrilled to be presenting a new Story of Us mobile website. So the Story of Us is a product that we created in 2017 to share more stories about our awesome community and to to really explore what makes us unique. And it's a format that combines history and geography. So you can explore the stories around you in your neighborhood, in your part of town. And folks have been using it. They can use it in the museum. There's a gallery with objects and stories. They can use it on their home computer. But now with this mobile website, people can use it on their tablet or their phone. And so when you're taking a walk or you're hopefully not looking at your phone while driving, but out exploring (laughs) Colorado Springs, you open up the SOU mobile application and there are buttons that pop up of stories in history that happen right where you are. And photographs. And too. photographs yeah. and objects. We even curated five tours that help you explore topics related to our community's history. And it's all accessible in your pocket. So Such a cool thing to do with like family or friends or I mean just an easy, fun activity. It, you know, we were building it before COVID hit, but it, ironically, it's even more useful now than ever. You know that people are using Colorado Springs parks and open spaces at, you know, g- greater numbers than they ever have. And so while you're out walking your dog or at the playground with your kids, now you can open up this mobile website and learn about history, too. So it's really accessible, really fun. Um, and that goes live on January 30th as well. Okay, and then um, let's talk real briefly um, when it relates to COS at 150, you have that scholar series going on. So tell me a little bit about what that is, especially folks who've never been involved in the museum. They They may not be familiar with your lecture series. Sure thing. So our COS at 150 Scholar Series, we are bringing topics and experts uh, to your living room. The lectures are all virtual. So you don't even, um, in a COVID era, again, it's super accessible. You can, last Saturday, there was a program on the Adamant Club. So you can learn about great organizations, great parts of our history from the comfort of your living room. The lectures are once a month. We Some of the exciting topics coming up are black history in Colorado Springs, the urban forest, the history of water in Colorado Springs, the rodeo. All of the lectures, topics, and speakers are available on our website at cspm.org. And There's, you're bound to learn something new. Yeah. Isn't that the best part? Yes, that is the best part. <laughs> um, speaking of, I was going to ask you about the COS at 150 exhibit, which I know you're helping to gather all these objects and stories, and that's your main role at the museum. So I know you can't maybe pick a favorite in that (laughs) exhibit, but um, 
what 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 is a highlight? What's something that stands out or kind of a teaser for people to get them excited about that exhibit? Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, with 150 objects and stories, there's something to interest everyone. Is that a lot for an exhibit? 150? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert. But. The gallery is packed. Is packed. Uh, another yeah. description of the exhibit and uh, one that might cause alarm to some folks is that it's a visual explosion. Okay. Objects large and small, objects incredibly intricate, objects. Um, one of my favorite things is we have the one of the original Poor Richard signs. It's enormous. It takes an entire corner of the gallery. And then we have a small inscribed silver box that you have to get up close to. So large and small, um, like I said, uh, you know, easy to interpret and then some things that'll take more examination. And so we want this really to be a gallery that you love exploring. And choosing a favorite object or a favorite story is like choosing a favorite child. But I can tell you, I just walked through the gallery before I came over here to speak with you. And there is a handmade holly sugar sack dress made. I mean, think about that. It was made in the 1930s by a local resident, Mrs. Casey. And she took such great care to take the, the sugar sacks. Holly sugar is a big industry. Sugar beets, huge industry in Colorado in the West. She cut the sacks up and so that they are perfectly aligned so you can read the labels and where they're from. And she made a dress that she actually wore. That, that connection to Colorado Springs history, and that was a cherished family heirloom. I was just going to say, and the fact that you have that object, um, how do you... Do we have that? Really generous community members. Our collections, and they are vast, are all made up of objects donated by people in our community who care about Colorado Springs history and want to make sure that it's preserved. To me, that has been one of the most rewarding parts of this exhibit process. With 150 stories, I've literally been working with 150 families or organizations or individuals to tell to share their story in the gallery and those relationships and that connection and getting people excited. People love that they get to share a bit of themselves. And I think people are going to love it when they're in the gallery, seeing a bit of their own story reflected. So the organiz I mean, we are working with dozens of different community groups in Colorado Springs to highlight their unique parts of our, of our history. And it's, it's just so rewarding. It's really fun. And while 150 objects is a lot for an exhibit, as you said, it was probably difficult to pare it down to 150. We could have 1,500 objects or 15,000 objects and still never be able to tell the really rich, diverse, complex history of Colorado Springs. That process of winnowing those subjects down was really tough. But what I'd like to share with with our visitors and with everyone who's interested in Colorado Springs history is that we're not done. This is one exhibit. It's a chance to reflect and examine and consider but the work of the museum and the work of collecting and sharing our history goes on. Uh, we collect objects today that ho hopefully a curator in 150 years will use in another exhibit. And that's the, the real work of history. Another thing I want to mention is that in putting these 150 stories together, we some themes emerged. And these, some of these themes are universal, like leadership and philanthropy, um, the community organizations, arts and culture, our community's appreciation of nature and love of the outdoors, 
our community's um, devotion and fight for civil rights, our community's attempt to, um, well, relishing in our natural environment and our community as a tourist resort, these themes run like threads throughout the exhibit. And so whether you're looking at 1871 in the beginning of the exhibit or you're looking at 2021, we see the same stories reflected time and time again, but in new ways. So there's a lot to offer and we're really, we cannot wait to share it with the public. It's exciting. Um, So I'll, I'll a lot of folks maybe have visited the museum or maybe it's been a while or it's going to be their first time. Um, it is a little different than typical years because of COVID, although yes. um, gratefully the museum is open to a limited number of visitors at this point. So folks are encouraged to go on CSPM.org, as you mentioned, and just reserve those free tickets. Our museum is free. If you have not been to the Colorado Springs Pioneers Museum, I just really encourage you to do so. I think it's a wonderful place to go, not just when you have visitors in town, (laughs) um, but go with your family. It's a great little staycation spot. Um, Maybe you can come down and, um, you know, have lunch or dinner at one of the local restaurants and and make a little bit of a day of it um, or enjoy one of our downtown parks and also visit the museum. It's just a really fun place to explore, not just this brand new exhibit, which will be a very exciting, but the other exhibits that are at the museum as well. I just wanted to give a plug for where you work. Thank you. (laughs) Because it's so wonderful. And I think people will really enjoy that. So I think, yeah, what's important to emphasize is that CSPM.org. And then even if you do slash um, COS 150, that'll really get you to all the activities surrounding the 150th anniversary. Um, And we have other community events coming up that we'll speak about throughout the year that are going to be really fun to get the community all involved but this really kicks it all off, I think, for folks. And it's there. How long will it be there? I guess that was my other question. It's a permanent exhibit. So it will be up for several years at the minimum. And I just want to add that we op- we are opening this exhibit six months in advance because we feel like it's something positive our community can latch on to. Yes. And 2020 has been a tough year. And so we wanted to, instead of waiting until July... When on the exact anniversary of the sesquicentennial, we wanted to open up in January, kick the year off. There's so much going on, lots of community organizations involved. So the website is the best place to go to get more information. But please do come visit the museum when the exhibit's open after January 30th. Yes, that'll be fun. Whenever you have time to to do it, I think it'll be fun. And like you said, probably an exhibit that's worthy of a couple of trips at least, if not several, because you can't see no. <laughs> and do everything you need to in one visit. You're going to have to come back again and again and again. And we welcome that because right. again, we're a free museum and there's lots more to see at the museum as well. And and she does bring up a great point that the museum is free and such a great place to visit, um, but they do accept donations. So if you'd <laughs> love to bring a donation and if you're able to do that, that would be much appreciated and helps our beautiful museum keep going. Um, what, what else do you want to leave people with in terms terms of thinking about the sesquicentennial and just how can they, you know, get involved. They can, of course, go to our website too, coloradosprings.gov slash COS150. If you have a business, um, you, you run a restaurant, you want to do a sandwich dedicated to 150th or, you know, just anything fun, um, ideas. If you have a neighborhood group that would like to get involved, um, we have opportunities for you. So we would love to hear from you, um, you know, if there's a way that you would like to get involved. Um, but but in general, I guess if you can just kind of emphasize, I know some people say, ah, I'm not really a history buff. I don't, you know, or, or like I said at the beginning, I'm not a native. I mean, does it really apply to me? Do I really need to know the history? Why is it important for those people to get engaged? Great question. So I have to, to tell uh, 
telling myself here. I'm not a native either. <laughs> and whether you moved here in 1931 or 2021, you're still a member of our community. And the best place to go to get to know a new, uh, your community is a museum or a library. And so everyone is a part of our story. We are still collecting artifacts for the future. So if your family, if you have a story you want to share, we do oral histories. We collect objects and paper materials. We want your story at the museum. We want to preserve it for future generations. And then lastly, what I'd like to leave you with is a great quote that I found while researching for this exhibit. I've been researching General Palmer for a really long time. But in researching for this specific exhibit, I found a quote that I think is really useful in thinking about where we're going as a community. He, in a letter, was talking to, he was writing to his brother about railroad developments. And he's saying, you know, what... We think trains are fast in 1860. How fast will they be going in the future? We should always strive to not be fixed and determined to keep things exactly as they are just because they've never been done differently. I think that's a really great quote. Part of the reason why history matters is that it helps us um, take stock of where we've been and then consider where we want to go. So as people are exiting the gallery in COS 150, the question we're going to ask them, we're asking them is, all right, this is who we've been. This is where we've been. This is what we've done. Where do we go now? What kind of community do we want for the next 150 years? Just because things have always been done this way doesn't mean we have to stay fixed. And so every single person in Colorado Springs has a voice and their story is important. And we'd love to hear from them. They can get involved in the sesquicentennial activities. They can donate their materials to the museum. And we look forward to seeing them at the museum. Um, the exhibit's open, or the museum's open now, but after January 30th when the exhibit is unveiled to the public. Okay, that's wonderful. Some good inspiration. So you can all help us decide where do we go from here. Um, I think we've got a bright future, that's for sure. If I our past too. is any indication, <laughs> right? I do too. Oh, thanks, Leah. Thank you for all you're doing for the exhibit and for joining us. And we want to thank you all for listening and watching. And we hope to see you on January 30th and beyond, where there's so much happening in our city for the sesquicentennial. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm.